We hit harder than a security guard in a playoff game in Minnesota. Finally, again, they're back, Jordan. We're back. We've got both. We are back. Icorn with Jordan Flegel, of course. Um, yeah, we're back and better than ever. These protesters, Jordan, I'm I'm fully behind it. Not because I support like what they're doing. Like I I, I, I think maybe you've also like done a little bit more research on this third time in four games. Because, I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah, we've Minimal some, still, but go yeah, on. Yeah, we've had some protesters, you know, storming uh, the court there in, uh, in, in for Minnesota and uh, Memphis. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty wild. But they didn't but get far. There. She was being tracked. You saw the video, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that guy had 99 awareness. He was oh, ready to man. go. Uh, you know, But to be fair, I mean, what a dummy. To, like they took out the camera and they had one of those like old school like fucking like yeah. like shack dunk contest camera it's like okay well first off if you want to be inconspicuous like why is that the camera you got busted out like you know use like a freaking iphone and no one even think twice i know uh, but yeah and then, and then i don't know if you saw the photos that the girl who actually ran tried to run onto the court uh who got uh speared like goldberg uh <laughs> she uh she had like a fake refs shirt she had made herself on underneath like a whistle right so, like, yeah i don't so... know what she what her plan was she was like run on the court take off the shirt and then like start like just ejecting everybody and maybe in her mind she's like well i'm wearing the same shirt so yeah. i'll just ruin the game because <laughs> i'll have kicked everybody out and the game won't be able to be played anymore so i don't, Kat, I don't Kat, really Kat sure would be cat would have been ejected and started freaking out like yeah like, ripping his hair out what the like, fuck? <laughs> hey, and that's oh weird too. Animal, she's an animal rights activist. You can't go after Minnesota cat. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna smush an ant. Yeah, come on. Um, Real nice. Now, well, yeah, no. It, it, well, if you knew that, Matt, that's the only uh, quote-unquote research I've done. I just, I just uh, realized again, like I heard from the first one, it's something to do with animal rights and something to do with Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. I yeah. didn't get any further into that. I don't know uh, okay. any more info, but somehow. I don't know. Did so he, people are protesting his something. So you know more than I do then. Yeah. So apparently he owns like a giant or he owns either multiple or one just huge giant chicken farm. Okay. Um, and a bunch of the chickens got sick, like had some kind of bad flu, pretty much like a chicken flu, I guess. So right. uh, the way he decided to deal with it was by he roasted like a live or something the way that they killed them. He killed. Five million chickens was the number I saw. He cooked them. Whoa! Okay, not to make light of it. Okay, chickens. Factory that, farming is bad. That yeah. So that that's what they're protesting, I guess. But the thing is, like, what did you want him to do with all the five million sick chicken that <laughs> would have you know potentially caused illness outside of his thing? Right, I don't know. right. I don't really honestly. He's the mega rich. What the fuck? What, what are you What are you gonna do to stop yeah. that? I mean, and it's all, at the same time, I mean, they're they're chickens that were bred by him that we're probably never going to be living very long anyway. Not yeah, As you said, it's not exactly a, uh, not a nice, uh, not a li- nice, uh, ni- nice system. Uh, I mean, any factory yeah. farmers out there, I doubt it listening to this, but I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's, uh, you know, Glenn? I kind of get it, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, if this is the issue, it's not like he just said, fuck it. I'm going to destroy 5 million chickens. I still, right, right. I, I keep, I've saw, I've seen that number multiple times. No way, five million. Yeah, that's got wow. That's I mean, I'm bad with numbers. Uh, I think I got. I, did you ever fail a math uh, class in high school, Matt? Uh, I, yeah, I got close, but I, okay, good. See, I I got a fifty-three, so you know, 
whatever the spread was, uh, I'm a little bit, maybe, uh, you know, I've got a better, better understanding than you. I, I'm joking. Cause I, I'm horrible at math. I can't even imagine what 5 million would, would look like, but yeah, that seems like way too many chickens all, all in one place. Uh, that barn would have to be pretty fucking big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, wow. We got, we got the protesters back. They're back in the house. Um, I didn't even, yeah, I, I didn't even make the connection at first until like the second, well, until this time, because people were saying it. I just thought it was kind of a coincidence that it was all at Minnesota games. But now I'm like, okay, right. This is a very, this is an organized effort. So yeah. we'll, 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 we'll see how, how, <laughs> how the rest of this battle plays out going forward. Well, and I've seen some, uh, some shirts as well. Uh, there are pictures now that were close that have come out later that the, the protesters close up and they've got says something, uh, you know, like that. They, they hate animals or something like the the, the Timberwolves. Or it says something along those lines. I don't know. Um, right, right, but regardless, right. we are hitting harder than that security guard with our takes uh, yeah. that make it quake. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, here to review uh, and recap the latest in uh, the NBA. Uh, and right now, of course, playoff season. We're, uh, we're going to get into the the games that were going down on Sunday, kicking it off in order of, uh, you know, when they were played. Uh, this one might be a quick recap. Uh, not too much yeah. to say. First game of the day, Milwaukee Bucks uh, give the shellacking to the Bulls. Not nah, this one. It, this one to me really just demonstrated, you know, uh, and we kind of alluded to it when we were previewing the series, um, that really the only way the Bulls were even going to be able to get a game on the, the Bucks was if, DeRozan and Levine just went off and the only yeah. way they could win uh, and the only way they have won so far was when DeRozan dropped 41, which was insane. And, you know, him and him and Levine didn't play awful uh, yesterday. Uh, I mean, they, they still shot the yeah. ball. Okay. Not, not like, not the worst efficiency in the world. Vucevic uh, yeah. didn't have a good game uh, really on either side of the floor. Um, and it, the defense is too good. Um, but I, I, I don't really get, you know, how has nobody tried to fight Grayson Allen yet? You can't let this guy do this. He, he is just, he's bitching you guys around, like yeah. legitimately. Like he's injured Caruso in the past. Uh, you know, he's talked his shit. And now he's just hitting every single three on your like in your face. Yeah, what a game. I, I, and he's talking shit. Like I wouldn't be uh, I I I don't think I, I could stand for it. If you're if you're in an elimination game, someone's got to go out there and hammer him. Uh, and not Ted once. Cruz. You're not gonna you're gonna lose. Ted Cruz is gonna beat you on your home floor. That's sad. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, 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 I, I don't really have any faith in, uh, in this, no, this series feels over. Like. Yeah. It, it feels like it's over. Hey, and it's, it's never over till it's over. Um, but at the end of the day, like I keep watching it and it's like, well, one, it was pretty much a complete repeat, like replay of watching game three. Um, yes. and if you can't, if you play worse in your own building, that's also kind of, you know, it's always a little bit of a, a concern in my books, uh, to drop both at home, but then still get the win on the road. Um, but again, nobody can guard Giannis. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can check him. Uh, I mean, Project Pat, who actually had a pretty decent game, does his best. Um, but, but what can you do? I mean, he's yeah. he's too he's not big enough. Uh, he's he's too young. He's too small. It's uh, it was Giannis just kind of doing whatever he wanted. They got the lead they needed, and then they just kind of sat on it. Drew Holiday also like. The Bucs were making it rain last night. Like uh, Drew Holiday, I believe, uh, hit five triples. Uh, one of them was at the very end of the game. He's pulled up from the logo. Um, yeah. No, not exactly his game. But uh, I, I I, didn't see anything there that makes me think the Bulls have really any life right now. Uh, you know, we we kind of figured it would be, uh, you know, a short-lived series. We thought maybe we had a glimmer of hope there at one point. But 
uh, I'm pretty much ready to, you know, uh, put the uh, the time of death on this one and uh, you yeah. know, see the Bucks into the second round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like we, the the downfall was the defense uh, that we all kind of predicted, or you know, many people thought when this team was first put together, uh, that they just weren't going to be able to guard at a high enough level in the playoffs. And you know, Caruso exited this game. Yeah. Um, I think late in the second, he left and didn't return. You know, obviously a big hit to their defense. Um, and, and without Lonzo, this entire series, like, uh, I, I think there was a better version of this Chicago defense that existed. Um, but, you know, I, I to me in this game, they just looked exhausted trying to deal with Giannis. Like, they, they, never, they never had anyone to properly deal with Giannis. I think they were yeah. sort of running on adrenaline the first two games and, you know, doing a pretty good, good job of sort of team defending around him. But they, that, that was all kind of, that was all energy and spirit. They don't have anyone who can actually uh, handle him at all. And then, you know, Milwaukee, the way they know how to get it out of, you know, a a Giannis kind of double team, even when he drives into the paint um, and, and kick it out and move it around until they find the open guy, which was great. And Allen most of the time yesterday, like they just have that down to a science and, and the Bulls, they, they just had, you know, nothing to do. Um, and then it's kind of like we mentioned with uh, the, the Dallas and Utah series, which, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, people just playing the math game, uh, you know, you, you tend to win a lot of the times if you take yeah. more threes and hit them at a higher clip. Um, like Chicago's defense is bad, but they can't shoot either. They can't shoot from three. Yeah. Uh, like like no one on their team uh, really likes to take threes. Uh, like Vooch goes out there and, and shoots them every once in a while. And Levine is uh, a really good three-point shooter, but, you know, he's – He's kind of got more on his plate uh, in terms of, you know, getting to the to the rim a little bit and, and you know, running a little bit of the offense, too, because they don't have a, as much of a true point guard as they would if they had Lonzo and Caruso even out there. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so far this season, only two teams, uh, like, as teams have shot under 30% from three uh, in total, the Suns and the Bulls. And the Bulls are worse than the Suns, 28% on the yeah. playoffs from three, which – is awful. Like last night uh, from three, 25%, nine for 36, nine for 36 from three, yeah, that's um, ugly. which is just awful. And then, you know, you go to the other side and uh, the, the Bucks hit 52% uh, of their three, 17 for 33. Like they just, uh, th- there, there was just no chance mathematically, even if the, the Bulls had been, you know, playing better offensively in the way that they like to play, which is, you know, DeRozan, a lot of kind of tough mid-range twos, um, and, you know, same thing for Levine. So they like I, I think the series is over going forward. I think they can still be a decent team if they retool um, and, you know, sure up that defense. But just as importantly, get some goddamn shooters out there. Like you got to yeah. have a threat. You got to have someone to play off of, um, you know, the the stuff that Damar and, and, and Levine do in the mid range and sort of as as those scores that put pressure on the rim. You got to have that release valve and uh they, they just they just look stretched thin to me, especially yesterday. Obviously, they got hammered in game three, too. So I, I just don't see them, you know, coming back and, and putting up any sort of fight in Milwaukee. I, I think Milwaukee takes it. And, uh, you know, we talked about it before it started. Uh, you know, they, they had a little bit of life there in those first two games. But we, we thought this this Bulls season was kind of going to go this way. And uh, it, it's tough. They, they, I think they still had a successful season overall. But they definitely got to retool uh, and come back next year with a yeah. different game plan. See, I think that the 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 social media and PR team for the Bulls to blame for this because uh, they <laughs> went they've gone on such a tangent of you know pulling out the receipts. Oh, the Bucks are going to be bad. They're going to be they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to be a seven seed and stuff. And it's like okay, well you know 
you were a six seed and now you're losing in five. Um, And it wasn't like it was close. So I, I think they kind of jinxed themselves. And again, if the, the, if Evan Mobley and Jared Allen don't get hurt, they probably get six and the bulls were in the play in. So that's all all I got to say, Um, you know, so Chicago, we're, we're, we're sorry. Uh, You're, but the next time that we are, uh, we're on here on Friday, uh, the series could be very well over, could be our final recap uh, of that series. But uh, again, um, you know, Milwaukee, uh, all the props to them at the end of the day, though, uh, they're the defending champions for a reason. And, you know, they're, yeah. they're still showing that, uh, you know, they, they're, they're definitely, uh, they're liable to go off for uh, a second championship as we've, uh, we've mentioned before, yeah. um, the next game, we're going to recap, uh, one of the series that was, was on the line for uh, a sweep here. Um, but, uh, unfortunately for, for warriors faithful, they weren't able to get the job done in this one. Warriors face faithful. There, there are no warriors faithful, faithful. Oh, come on. Band, bandwagon fans. No, no, come no, on. There's no. gotta be some in the Bay area. I yeah, don't think area. so. Um, but regardless, the nuggets pulling this one out. And finally the, the help was on the way. Aaron Gordon and Monte, uh, Mon- Morris. Monte Morris, the count of Monte Cristo. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, that, that they finally stepped up a little bit here to, to help out. Uh, obviously, I mean, Will Barton uh, hit the game winning three, uh, yep. or I guess the dagger uh, of the game as well in that corner. Uh, a really nice play, good setup there. Uh, to three of his six points on the game. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? They were uh, they were an important six points at the end of the day. Um, you know, Steph, I thought at the end there, that fourth quarter, uh, when he just was oh, hitting man. everything, I thought that step back that he he had, I thought that was a three. They ended up calling it a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been, uh, you know, that would have been a game changer had that been a three. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jokic played uh, awesome as per usual. The the Warriors had a good game. wasn't like anything, uh, you know, didn't no. really go objectively bad part of their game plan. I mean, play, uh, Jordan Poole kind of finally hit the wall. Yeah, uh, a little yep. bit there. Uh, I think that the that the Nuggets were a little bit sick of you know all this uh, third splash brother bullshit. Yeah, uh, and finally you know took took it after him, uh, and it worked. Um, Wiggins, come on, man, you could have had that get that, that <laughs> game winning put back dunk, and then the lob, which I'll, you know we're going to talk about in a bit. Uh, but you know, Jokic, thirty seven, eight and six, uh, another great performance by him. But yeah, Aaron Gordon stepping up. Uh, with 21 and Monte Morris with 24 and he was Monte Morris was clutched down the stretch there. He oh, was that great floater. He was aggressive, yep. uh, really good call. Out. Uh, I believe it was Doris Burke was on the call uh, yeah, yep. for that one. She, she was able to you know, uh, dissect and see that uh, they were running a box in one on Jokic at the yeah. end of the game there, which I was like, that's, that is a weird move yeah. uh, for a second Nick nurse. Nick Nurse stuff. Uh, they call yeah. it janky, but they steal it, of course. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Of all the teams to to copy that, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, regardless, uh, Aaron Gordon, Monte Moore stepping up really, really was the the you know the the catalyst for change in this one. Uh, yep. The the Nuggets. I still you know this was they had to play their fucking hearts out at home just to yeah. get a win over the Warriors. Uh, I don't think I I don't see this one going past this game five. Uh, you know, even Jokic uh, the post game said, you know, I I didn't think we deserved to be swept. Um, no. so I, I think he's not even saying like we, we deserve to win. He yeah, no, deserve to be swept. I wanted um, to get this one. Yeah, yeah. so I, I I I think that that's good for you know Jokic. I think it's like you know it's kind of like an almost respect thing. Uh, yeah, I think just so you know if he does end up winning that second MVP, he doesn't say well then he gets swept in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the I, I want to get your take, Jordan. I don't know. Apparently they had run this play multiple times and it had worked in the regular season. They'd run it a couple of times. 
um, on that inbounds. And I mean, well, at least they ran it enough that Jokic was able to call the play out before it yep. even happened, uh, yep. which I was, th- I thought it was weird. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? When yeah, they, they panned to him before the play, and he's like doing all these weird movements, and Jokic yeah. is kind of a crazy looking guy sometimes. Uh, and then of course, yeah, they they tried this lob pass on Austin Rivers to Wiggins. I knew this that the second that went up, if it was going to Wiggins, it wasn't going to work because earlier in the game, and Wiggins said twenty, but I mean that's that's not really anything to him. Um, <laughs> he's uh like he he couldn't. Wiggins doesn't play well against like f- really physical defenders. Like, no, he no, needs bad no. defenders to be good sometimes. And yeah. Austin Rivers is like not like he's a fucking Kawhi Leonard guy, but he, he's no. a pesky defender. He he's yeah. physical. He gets in your face because Wiggins tried to drive on him two or three times in the fourth quarter and didn't work. Yeah, so, yeah. Second, I was like, they were going for a man on man matchup there. I'm like, yeah, he's not going to get it. And he's obviously doesn't have exactly the legs that he needed before, as he just missed the putback dunks. Now you're yeah. going to throw it to the rim again for him. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a stupid play call on on Steve Kerr's part. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you're throwing your man Wiggins under the bus, Matt. That's he needs uh, to be better. I mean, it's about the <laughs> accountability. Yeah. Well, yeah. Those plays are tough. Like uh, you have to be. Like I know Andrew Wiggins has a height advantage a little bit on uh, Austin yeah. Rivers, but I, I agree. Just like the the straight up, like lobs to the rim without any action really before. Uh, just your it's like a one on one play in the air. Um, is a tough play for anyone. But I I'd only really do it if you have a significant height advantage um yeah. uh you know o- o- over your your defender and yeah that, that I, I agree that was a kind of silly play call there's a lot of different ways they could have went uh, at the end there um but uh you know cr- credit the, the Denver defense it was definitely better you're still giving up 121 points but like the the way that they contained pool i thought was really impressive of course you know clay thompson goes off uh has probably one of his best games of the playoffs so yeah. far um you know he he looks offensively he looks to me, the closest he's been to, you know, coming back into peak form, like he's hitting three, not only threes, but he hit that um, uh, really tough shot, you know, in the fourth, that little right, mini. right uh, baseline yeah. kind of fadeaway that he used to always make. He used, they used to just throw it into, you know, the mid post with him. He'd back guys down yeah. a couple of times at the turn and, and make those, um, you know, uh, at a really high clip. And, you know, I, I hadn't seen him doing much of that in, until this game. So, you know, he, he was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, for Denver, definitely, you know, you're playing for pride and you at least have the satisfaction that Golden State was trying. It's not like they gave up this game to you. I think they would have yeah. really liked to, to you know, finish up the sweep here. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's good. And, you know, like we said, uh, for the Nuggets, for them to win, Jokic was going to have to go off and somebody else was going to have to have their six for eight from three night. And that was Monte Morris. He went five for seven. Yeah. Uh, hitting, you know, really efficiently from, from the three and had five assists. He played really, really well. Um, and, you know, Bone, Bones Highland came off the bench with 15, brought the energy, hit, hit a, a, a deep three. Um, and, you know, it, it, it was it was good production off the Nuggets bench. But but oh, yeah, off the, the Warriors bench, Steph Curry with uh, yeah. 33 and eight. Uh, greatest just ballistic greatest six man of all time. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it looked like he was it looked like he was. Uh, you're going to bring them back there at the end. This, this felt like a golden state kind of creep, creep back up on you and, and steal one uh, in a heartbreak here yeah, on the yeah. road. So, you know, you got to give Denver, uh, you know, all the credit for, for fending them off. But uh, yeah, I think this, this series is, is pretty much, you know, wrapped up when they go, go back to, to San Francisco. Um, I, I, I just don't think Denver has any answers and it's just going to be on uh, you're going to need another heroic effort from Jokic again um, and, you know, uh, another role player to, to step up. But I think they've, 
they've ex, you know extended uh, as much as they can. They've used up all their yeah. energy, and I think uh, I think this one's pretty much done. But you know, good effort to get one win. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, to to move on, we'll we'll see how this one goes. Same thing as you know uh, the uh, the Bucks and uh, Bulls. We'll see if the next time we're talking about this series, if uh, you know we're we're kind of doing the the swan song here for uh, the Denver Nuggets season. Yeah, and uh, Draymond had a good game too. Yeah, shout out Draymond. He, yep. he was yeah. Yeah, before he uh, before he fouled out there, uh, the yeah, he used him in that last couple seconds. But I mean, that's uh, that's the way to go. He 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 loved it. He loved when the crowd got uh, got pumped oh, yeah. and he was kicked out. It's like, hey, well, you can't cheer them on and start talking crap because you're out. <laughs> um, but that was when Steph started to go off. But uh, you know, entertaining game nonetheless. Yep. Uh, the next one that was up again, I feel like it was a pretty good day. But now we're going through all these games, like they kind of like. Like the, I guess well, the Warriors a, and the Nuggets were a really good game, but the the Heat and the Hawks was oh, not a good game. Man, oh man. Um, you know, after that last game, I mean, you know, Ice Trey hits the the crazy uh, crazy game winner, the floater there, no timeout, which I love. I love when you don't take. Oh, yeah, that, me uh, too. You know, Jimmy Butler forces up that three. Uh, you know, maybe not his shot, still hits the front of the rim a little bit there. So I mean, it was uh, it looked okay. Um, yeah. You know, you think Kyle Lowry goes out and you know for the for with that hamstring yeah. injury, and it's like, oh man. This could be uh, this could be big for the Hawks. I mean, uh, Trey Young, uh, you know, he's not going to be matched up with anybody. I think it was Gabe, uh, Gabe Vincent got the start. Yeah, um, yeah, I think like, so. Uh, I, I, I don't think that many people were expecting Trey Young to fucking score. Well, uh, I mean, let me get. The, I just want to double check this to make sure I'm right. Nine points is that yep, correct? Yep, that's right. Right? Yeah, that's nine right. Yeah, nine points, three for eleven shooting. Yep. Um, so that's twice he was held under ten points. Uh, and this is again. I would like to point this out. This is exactly why I had didn't have him as an all-star. This is why I didn't have him on my all-NBA. This is yeah. exactly why I left this fucking guy off. He doesn't play any defense. And when you play oh, an actual good defensive team, he gets clamped. He's so easy to neutralize. All of his stats are so fluffed. I've been saying that all year. This is so nice for me to be able to finally put this out there and be like, look, here's the tape. He's a yeah. good player. He's even a great player. Uh, like probably a borderline top five point guard. But at the end of the day, all he does is do pick and rolls to himself every single play. And you can't beat a team like the Heat like that. They're way too professional. Yeah. They're too smart to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, and again, it just shows. If you have the, the player that led the league in assists and points uh, in total in the season and you're holding him to uh, nine and five, that's yeah. uh, that's pretty embarrassing if, uh, if, if you're Trey Young. And again, without Kyle Lowry, who's their best uh, you know guard defender. Yeah, no, yeah, it's... He's he's had a rough series. He he obviously broke free a little bit there in 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 that game three. Um, and kind of like I said, I thought the Hawks would have enough to get one at home. But you know you you're you're down to one, and you you're you've got you know the this home game here in game game four, I guess it was. Um, and you know yeah, Kyle Lowry goes down. You should you know Trey Young, your eyes should widen. You should yeah uh, yeah you should be able to go in there and you know as much as we've propped up and and you know. Uh, the given the respect uh that they deserve to these kind of developmental heat guys like vincent and struce who was fucking sick uh Ma- oh, yeah. max struce is awesome. He's um, awesome but you know these guys uh you know you you, you should take some pride trey young as an all nba type all-star player and being able to go off on them at least but uh, like he's just he's gone back to the old trey young where like before last season's playoffs where any sort of physical defender can really kind of bother him. Like it's the, the same way that he's not effective on defense. He's not effective on offense. Like he can't 
really use his body and get into the yeah. paint. Uh, he's really depending on, you know, the, you know, pick and pick and rolling to death uh, and, you know, stepping back and, and hitting like deep threes and little floaters, like all these little crafty moves, all trying to avoid contact as much as possible. The only time he actually draws contact are on, you know, the bullshit calls when he's dribbling up and just stops randomly in the mm-hmm, middle of the mm-hmm. floor. Like, um, you know, the fouls he draws aren't like him, you know, being physical and getting into the paint, which, no. you know, I, th- what was the thing people have been talking about, you know, with Trey Young since he came into the league? Like, is he going to bulk up like at all? Is he going to sort of change the way he plays? But um, he doesn't get the frame for that, man. He'll get fucking. I know. Well, it's it, it, it's tough. That's what I was just going to say. Like, is, is is that even possible? I I, yeah. I don't know. I think this is just you know who he is, and um, you've, you you've got to take it. It's just like a bad bad matchup, you know, with Miami. So many so yeah. many bodies to throw at him, um, and I think it's just for Atlanta. It's just so obvious to to know like to the game plan to shutting them down is just to shut Trey young down. Like it's, it's the easiest game plan in the world. Like there's, they don't really have any anywhere else, any other little like sneaky things that they can do. They can't really win games when Trey young struggles. Um, So, you know, I think it's been a pretty, pretty easy thing for Miami to go out and do every game. Like the, I think the scouting report has been pretty short. Um, and uh, yeah, the, this series is definitely over. Uh, yeah. I was watching it. I'm, I'm happy to see uh, DeLon Wright, my guy, He's getting some out. minutes finally. Yeah. Like he, they didn't play him hardly at all no. in the regular season. And I'm like, they, they, he's great to have next to Trey Young, a guy who yeah. gets some size to play some defense. So um, I'm glad he's getting some minutes, but not really much to talk about in this series. I think it's, uh, it's wrapped up back in Miami. Yeah, uh, it could be crazy. We're good. We could come here on Friday, and we'll only have like two, three series left. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's totally in play. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I in Trey's defense as well, kind of similar to the Jokic situation. This game especially. Uh, I mean, he like. I mean, I shouldn't compare that actually because Jokic has had hasn't had a bad game in the playoffs. He's been a fucking yeah, no, monster, he's been- averaging like thirty one and eleven. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas Trey can't even score 11. Um, but uh, I, I will say, you know, the supporting cast was pretty, pretty bad. Uh, yeah. I get DeLon Wright was probably the second best player next to, uh, and he shot two for six, I believe. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. DeAndre Hunter had that streak. Hunter uh, had a good game. Yeah. He, he, he went off in the first quarter. I think he had like 11 of that 24 yeah. or something like that in the first quarter. Um, so, I mean, like, it wasn't like he was consistent throughout the whole game to get that 24. It was kind of like one hot streak and then, you know, a little bit of points after. But, you know, he, he literally still, had, still hit some shots had, more than anyone else. They had two guys in double figures. That's yeah, it. that's insane. Yeah, you can't <laughs> expect to win a game, especially in the playoffs. If that's, yeah. the, that's all you can get out there. Um, oh, no, sorry. Sorry, Kevin Knox all the way at the bottom of this stat sheet. Kevin Knox. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That probably was not, like, legit. That's, like, a garbage time. Garbage yeah, time yeah it was. Um, but regardless, uh, you know, Atlanta, you had you, – you got you, – you worked your way through. Um, no one really made a big deal, but they were the first, as far as I can remember. Uh, it was Atlanta not the first nine seed to make, I make it so, for the yeah. play-in, and then the, the Pelicans obviously got in right after. But I, I thought that people would make more of a big deal. I never even saw anything yeah. about that. Um, yep. so again, you know, you, you, you over exceeded, you know, your finish, uh, you got a game. I think you can be happy with how the season went. I mean, yep. maybe, maybe not happy based on, you know, the expectations coming into the year since, you know, you fucking went to the conference final last year, yeah. and took two games off the NBA champ. Uh, and now you can't, uh, you, you can't, even, you barely can even stay in the first round. So, um, yeah, probably I want just, them, I want them in the exit in. I want them in the exit interviews to say, yeah, the first round's just really boring. It's hard to get up. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. 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 If if it's not the finals, it's honestly, it's not even worth playing. Um, But uh, yeah, to move on to the last game of uh, the the Sunday slate, the best game by far, in my opinion, 
Uh, and then because just down the wire, <laughs> that was like it just went insane. Like I that this was uh th- this Pelicans team, man. I know I said I don't have to give a shit about them anymore, and I don't have to anymore. But I think I might. I think I might just like them. I think they might, I might just make them my West Coast team, man. They are likable. They're fun. Then they're, they're good. Fun. They're not a bad team. They aren't even a bad of a team. I mean, obviously, without Devin Booker, this kind of widens the series like uh, really wide open here. Um, but wow, I mean, I'm I'm really really impressed by these these young guns over here yeah. uh, in New Orleans. Uh, they they all really came to play. Uh, Herb Jones was the the the, the Terminator. Uh, yep. On the other side of the uh, on the court, you know, he had all these blocks from uh, the perimeter. He was stripping guys. Uh, you know, he got it done on the offensive end as well. Brandon Ingram looks like a beast. Jonas Valanciunas was having himself a game really taking yeah, wow. Andre Ayton. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of places we can go with this one, Jordan. Um, but uh, I I think I I would like to get your opinion on this one because again, it doesn't feel like a one versus eight seed anymore. It really does. It feels pretty equaled uh, without yep. Devin Booker out there on the on the court. DeAndre Ayton, he had that he had a pretty good game in Game Three. Game Four, still not a horrible game, but yeah, I I I kind of and maybe this is like not really even a conversation we need to have at this point. But when I watch games like this, this makes me concerned for the Phoenix Suns' future because yeah. they already declined to give them the max this year. They didn't want to yeah. do it because they didn't have the faith. When Devin Booker goes out, you expect a guy like DeAndre Ayton to be able to step up so you can crush an eight seed like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, he did okay, but, like, like he, had a, he had a good game, but, like, he should be taking even more shots. I believe he was shot for, like, 10 for 13. Uh, like, he should be taking more of those shots. Uh, they should be trying to slow it down in a game like this where you're playing a team that is more undersized than, yep. uh, than you, then you know that they can run the, and push the ball. You should be running yep. very slow half-court sets just to design to, to kind of beat them up down low. Jonas isn't a good defender. He's big. Uh, and, and as much as I love Jonas, he isn't a good defender. He would probably tell you no. the same thing himself. Um, DeAndre Ayton, number one overall pick, uh, and you know he's, he's going to be wanting to get paid this year. I'm thinking, you know, someone else is probably going to be the one to do it unless he wants to take a pay cut because he's going to yeah. want the max. And I don't know if the Suns are going to be willing to give it to him. I mean, obviously Chris Paul is not going to be uh, around forever. So maybe, you know, they do it just as the insurance uh, you know claim, but yeah. man, I'm, if I'm a Suns fan, I'm a little bit disappointed in uh, you know, what, what DeAndre Aiden has been able to put out there. There's no reason that this should be a two, two series. No, no. And I'm, I'm surprised uh, that the Suns, you know, were able to get, frustrated like they were towards the end you know especially you know chris paul uh four points in this one um like that yeah and, they and really even, clamped him and 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 uh uh mikhail bridges too didn't have a great game but yeah like you're talking about Aiden. i'm fine you know with his with his totals uh i think eight rebounds is, is fine like like to see him you know muck it up and, and get a few more obviously um but you know only one assist. Um, and I think that's, you know, that, that's not always his fault. I think a lot of the times when they kind of dump it in there, he doesn't really have time to, to, yeah, you know, get it out to anyone. And it's not like he's being doubled. Uh, that's a good passer. Yeah. He, he's a pretty decent passer, but my biggest issue is two free throw attempts. One yeah. for two. That's it. You get to the line twice like that. You, you can't, you know, try and seek out a few more uh, trips to the line here, like get some of their bigs in foul trouble, anything like, um, Jonas got to the line, like the Pelicans just as a team got to the line 42 times. Yeah. Phoenix only went to the line 15 times. Like no one on Phoenix was being aggressive, um, and trying to put pressure, you know, on the officials, 
um, on the interior defense of the Pelicans. Um, and that just like, like you're saying, Jonas isn't a great interior defender, but he doesn't even have to, well, he's a better interior defender than he is, you know, when he's forced out onto the pick and roll and he looks like a freaking tarantula, but like, uh, he he's, he, he really, his, his life was made easy by the Suns yesterday. Like he was, yeah. he didn't really have to, you know, he wasn't forced into any sort of, you know, tough decisions. Should I take a foul here? You know, any of that. Um, and yeah, the eight and a hundred percent, like I, I think um, people kind of gloss over uh, his game because he did have 23 and eight, but like he, he's, he, he showed last year and through this year, like he he's got a decent array of little post moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and like once he, once the, the the Pelicans have to sort of put extra attention on him, that's when everything else is going to open up for Phoenix. Because other than Aiton, you don't really have any other perimeter players that demand any sort of double team. So like yeah. New Orleans was able to just play everyone straight up. Um, and, you know, it's 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 very easy to defend, uh, you know, c- compared to when you have someone like Devin Booker who you, uh, you know, have to send extra help to. It's much easier to, to, to defend the Suns, um, you know, in this iteration of the Suns. So I think, yeah, Aiton's got to be their, their guy where you put the pressure, the initial pressure on the defense um, and then, you know, get, get threes out of that because the the Suns, you know, their, their, their offense in the half court, it just looked mucky. Um, and then, yeah. you know, uh, for the Pelicans, like, they just have, you know, with, with Booker out between Ingram and McCollum, those are probably the two best shot makers in the series. Now, uh, like Chris yeah. Paul can have the, can have that game where he looks like one of those guys again, but he, he can't do it all the time is he's too old. His legs are too, too many miles. Well, that's not his game. No, never, like he's just so good that he can make his game, but I mean, yeah. he's a pass first guy. Everybody knows that he shouldn't be expected exactly. to run ISOs for an entire fourth quarter. Like going into that fourth quarter, that's what the, the, all, the whole broadcast, everyone around the arena, Oh, well, they're going to be done. They're resting Chris Balls. So we can go ISO fourth quarter again. It's like, yeah, okay, it's like, well, he's if 30, we fucking we, six, whatever he is. Like, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, if we're expecting that, then do you not think the Pelicans are probably fucking game planning around him coming out there? Yeah. And then, of course, they do. They they figured out a way to stop his ISO uh, and, and they kept going. So I'm. And then uh, Alvarado just picks him up freaking uh, full yeah. court and annoys the hell out of him. Jesus Well, he Christ. did. He was able to, yeah, he kind of uh, out CP3, CP3 there. He did. His he face. did. Uh, you know, he got the eight second one. He even got him with uh, kind of a, he, he, uh, got uh, the he kind of got him. He kind of got the Grand Theft Alvarado running behind oh, him there. Uh, it was close, uh, but I, I I would count it to him. No, he uh, got it. I'd give but it yeah, he, he was playing amazing too. Like, I think this team just has, they've got a lot of belief in themselves. Like they're not like a yep. typical eight seed where, you know, like kind of like the Hawks where, you know, they're, they're this kind of there, they're going through the motions. They probably don't yeah. think they could beat the, the, their matchup. I think they're like, especially when Devin Booker went down, I think they went, you know what, like we've got a chance, but uh, you know, yeah. even then the only quarters that really were any team dominating in this series were uh, the fourth quarter of this game. And then, yeah. game, and then for the first uh, two quarters of game one for the Suns. Yeah. everything yeah. else has been close. Uh, yeah, and that was you know, like uh, if Devin Booker's there, I don't think this is probably a three one series. I don't think that, yep. uh, you know, the, I mean, obviously, that's uh, that we're playing the what if game here. Yeah. Um, but I'm really torn up here because part of me want I always will root for the underdog. I just always think the underdog thing's crazy. To, yeah. But I don't want to see Chris Paul go out in the first round. That would be for for how the Sun season went. I think that would be yeah, a, really be a big stain. Uh, I, I I I I believe that we'll have a chance to you know talk about this game one more time before the series is done yeah. uh, by Friday. So that that that'll be awesome to be able to have that. Um, but looking ahead, Jordan. I mean, I don't again. I don't. I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves here. 
if the Pelicans were somehow able to you know, make this, if they even go to a game seven or, you know, they, they can somehow pull this off. Cause I don't think Devin yeah. Booker is going to be back until the second round. Um, no, I'd, yeah, I think he's up. If they're able to pull this off, I wouldn't honestly bet that heavily against the Pelicans. Again, no. If they were playing Utah or uh, Dallas, I don't think either of those teams are a horrible matchup for them. No, no. I, yeah. I hadn't even thought of it. I hadn't even thought of it because my, you know, my sons, uh, I'm still backing them all the way, but for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, I think, I think I will say this though. I, I, I think it will be close, but I think Dallas uh, or Utah would be ecstatic to get new Orleans oh, instead sure. of the Suns. 100%. And yeah, so 100%. I think, I think maybe, you know, even though I think it could be close, I could see it going the other way just because, you know, the, 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 those guys, uh, whether it's Utah or Dallas might realize, you know, they've, they, that they've really caught a break and, and really hammer them. But like, uh, I, I don't know, like the, the way the Pelicans are playing, um, like, well, Zion could come back next round. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, could you imagine? But no, well, like, the motherfucker should be out there. He's, uh, like, he's, not, he's, he's as bad as Ben Simmons, for God's sake. I know. So, no, no, he's not as bad as him. We'll get to that in a bit. But, oh, man. No, that, but, that, that motherfucker, whenever, yeah, I'm seeing them, I'm like, oh, it'd be nice if Larry Nance was Zion. So I know. Exact same guy with like 25 more inches on his vertical. I know. I know. But like, it's just, it's, it's showing it's, it's, this, I think is a very clear demonstration of like the difference between playoff basketball and regular season basketball. We saw the Suns play well, even without Devin Booker in the regular season, but yeah. it's not the regular season. You don't get to, you know, catch, catch, uh, you know, rotation players, you know, being kind of sleepy on the other team in a, a random night in November, like everyone's locked in. And mm-hmm. on the other side, uh, Ingram and McCollum, uh, they can go and get their own shots, specifically Ingram, so much length, uh, you know, doing his best KD impression now for a few games, yeah, yeah. Uh, going in there, um, making it look like no one can really even bother his shot. Um, and the Suns just don't have anyone like that, like, like literally no one. Um, and I think that's kind of always been my one kind of little sort of thing with the Suns, my nitpicky thing is they could have got one more guy outside of Booker. Uh, for some insurance, like if, if, because, you know, Booker has dealt with some injuries, it's been pretty durable, but mm-hmm. when, when the, the Suns as constructed right now, I think they would, you know, I, I think me and a lot of other people were like, oh, in the regular season, this team would be great. Uh, this, this team is fine without Booker. It's no problem, but, you know, playoff basketball, it's just, they're going to, uh, it's going to expose uh, the limitations that Mikhail Bridges still has, uh, you know, Chris Paul, again, a guy who, who just can't carry the load like he used to. Um, and then all, all these other guys between Johnson, Crowder, Shamit, um, and even Craig that they bring off the bench, all just kind of shooters, role players that, that play their role really well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you ask them to, to step out of their, their comfort level and be more, you know, scorers, do, do things off the dribble. Uh, it, it's just not going to work out for you. So, no, no. like, I, I think that the Suns are still the better team. I still think they'll win this series. But in terms of, you know – playoff ready performers new orleans has got you know two and uh, if you looked at Jonas last night you might say three of like the five best um yeah uh, you know in total out of this series so uh ayton's definitely got to step up he's got to outproduce valanchunas if, if, if the suns are going to win um and the the suns have just got to get back to uh playing better defense and, and locking down uh brandon ingram because i think yeah, yeah. Like he's just, they, they've allowed him to go off a little bit too much here. Um, and he's really got his sea legs under him. I think he's really confident um, and really wanting to make a statement. Like I've arrived as a you know young star in this league. So, you know, it's shifting back to Phoenix. I, I give Phoenix still the credit to, to win game five. And then mm-hmm. probably uh, again, if I had to put money on it, uh, go out and close it out in game six, but 
man, going back to New Orleans. Uh, hey, they were getting know, going there. They were they, feeling the, it, man. The, the crowd's getting into it more than I even thought. So, you know, shout out the Pelicans. But this has been a, uh, a hell of a turnaround here at the end of the season. Hey, well, if there's anything Chris Paul knows, it's how to disappoint the fans in uh, New Orleans. Exactly. So, uh, let's, let's we're banking on that. Yeah, let's see, uh, let's see if history can repeat itself here. Uh, and uh, th- let's move on now to the Raptures. Not a sweep. It's not a sweep. No, 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 no. no. Uh, able to pull this one out. The Raptors uh, taking the, the 76ers down 110 to 102. Uh, it was a it was an entertaining game for sure. Um, obviously, you know, it, there was some worries uh, here and there as the game went on. Um, but overall, uh, as far as uh, for as far as the game could have gone, finally, again, as I, we've kind of said before, when they call this game down the middle, it's a Fred, it's a pretty competitive series. Yep. And the Raptors are a good team drawing it. Uh, Fred Van Vliet didn't even play the second half. You know, he went incredible nope. Hulk shredding through his jersey there. Uh, yep. Obviously, he's frustrated, you know. Uh, and we kind of had mentioned, you know, obviously, we'll, 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 I, we'll see. He should probably be playing um, the, yeah. the next game. But it's not guaranteed. I, they believe the recording. Uh, you know, we're recording today, Monday morning. Uh, they're playing they play tonight. tonight. Um, you know, we'll see for, uh, how Fred Van Vliet's uh, looking, how he's feeling. But, you know, we, we, we've day to day right now, I think, yeah. officially. So he's not yeah. ruled out, but, you know, we'll see. Well, we kind of noticed, you know, even with this play that, you know, he was a little bit more uh, banged up yeah. than he probably would have liked to be uh, at this point in the season. Um, but you know what? In the end of the day, it was Siakam that really just took over at the end of this game, uh, really made it his. Chris Boucher, uh, you know, also yeah. a spark plug off the bench there. Scotty. Uh, it was good. You know, the rookie of the year, Scotty Roy, Scotty Roy. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that was awesome. See the the Vince Carter clip, you know him. Uh, yeah, that was really that. cool. That was, that a, was really a nice cool. way to do that. Um, but yeah, re- regardless of uh, you know this, I think it's funny that they call the game down the middle, and finally now Embiid's uh, clapping at the uh, at the refs. Yeah, come on. No, don't come don't bitch on, about man. the calls though, Nick Nurse. Uh, oh but here, here's the funniest thing. And I, 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 I'm, I saw it on Twitter and someone made the good point. Uh, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Joel yeah. Embiid. Yeah. Don't do it. And, uh, you know, I think that in the refs have talked about this openly, you know, especially uh, when they're done their, the ref, uh, their refereeing careers, uh, officiating careers, I should say, uh, you know, they, the refs are all, it's a brotherhood that they have. And when you yeah. fuck with one of them, then, you know, they go out there and they make sure not, to uh, you know, give them the, the those players who are doing that the calls. Like we've yep. seen like guys like Rasheed Walls. There's a reason he has the most text ever yep. because he was just a menace, and the refs all hated him because he treated he just them tried all to, poorly. He tried to intimidate them yeah. with his stares. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I I guarantee you tonight, Joel Embiid will not get many calls. I don't think he's right. gonna, he, he's going to get beat up a little bit down low because he's he's really pushing it. And like, he's a bit of a, like, I, I kind of like it, you know, he's trying to fight back, but this wasn't the game. Like where were the, I, I didn't notice any crazy yeah, missed what, calls on either end. No, I no. thought it was actually a pretty well-called game. Like all yeah. in all, like, uh, you know, I think Joel Embiid's just not used to, you know, fucking not getting 25 plus free throws like attempted. Like, uh, it's not like he fouled out. It's not like he was getting calls called against him. Like he, no, he finished no. with four fouls in the end, but like, yeah, I, I didn't see any, anything worth complaining about at all. No, uh, and and yeah. and fucking Doc Rivers being like after the game, you know, we're not going to complain about calls like like they do, and like, come on, man, did you hear that? Yeah, he, he always <laughs> he's yeah he he's something else, man. I, 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 but again, this is why if the Raptors can give them a punch in the mouth in this game, I'm telling you, man, like like I'm I'm fully like you know this game is this game. Uh, if if they, if they can get the win here and then go to Game Six in Philly, like that's pretty much I think Game Seven. Like yeah. if they can get if they can win that game then and can come back to Toronto, you know, uh, or I guess pardon me, 
uh, game six in Toronto and then go to yep. Philly for game seven. Obviously that's going to be a fucking crazy atmosphere. Yep. Um, but man, I, if you go, if you can tie the series up somehow, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to take all like, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but you know, I saw enough on that game that, you know, I, I my belief is a little bit up right now. I was probably at like a, a 10% going into that game. I'm probably at like a 25% right now. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though, Matt. Okay. I've been, I was thinking about this. So as we, as everyone knows, three Oh has never been come back from uh, mm-hmm. ever three, three, one has been come back from uh, doc rivers would know. Yeah. Yeah. But my question is like, if you are the, in this situation with the Raptors and you don't have the home court advantage. Um, and so you're going back to a game five in an opposing uh, arena. Wouldn't you rather the three Oh happen where when you're going into game five, you've just won a game because any other three Oh situation, three, one situation, you will have had to lose the game going into game five. You'll lose game four. You know what I'm saying? The only way to be, Three one. Oh, I see. I have I get, started three zero. I guess, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So any other three three one lead that has been come back from before, like the the team going home for game five has just won that that game four. Like because that's what we see with uh, you know the the Bucks. Um, they're going back home now. The 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 freaking Warriors are going back home. Um, oh, I guess no. The sorry, the the Nuggets won that game. But what I'm saying is, in a weird way, I'd rather. I, if it's going to be three, one, I'd, I'd rather this, like, I'd feel really deflated if it was three, one going back to Philly and Philly had just won that last game in Toronto. Like I'd feel like, Oh shit, they've got kind of the momentum now sure, going yeah, back for yeah. game five. But now with the Raptors winning, I feel like the, the Raptors are as confident as they've been the whole season or the whole series. And yeah. the, the Sixers are as kind of frustrated and deflated. Um, even though I don't think they're that deflated, but like I'd way rather go back to Philly on kind of a high note. Um, so, you know, long winded way of saying we're winning this game. We're winning this game five. We're coming back me and you, Matt, we should get tickets to game six. Uh, I think it'll be great. Uh, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing it right now. The Raptors are going to go in. They're going to get this win. Um, Fred Van Vliet though, I really hope he's healthy, healthy for this game or not healthy, but can come back and tough it out because it's really, you know, it, 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 that leaves a lot on the table, a lot for other guys to do a lot of slack to pick up between, you know, Scotty Barnes and, and Gary Trent. Um, but I, I think the way the way Pascal played was really encouraging, and the the defense overall was much better. Gary Trent finally looks like himself uh, these last couple of games. So I I don't know. I think this series is more interesting than your typical three one series and the other ones we were kind of already talking about. I think this is the most interesting three one series. Well, I, the, my only concern right now here, and also I mean we didn't even mention Thad Young was amazing, um, breaking out oh, Embiid's ankles. He, uh, got him he on had the a lot of had a lot of great plays, uh, you know, winning plays especially uh, throughout that game. Um, but my only concern, and it was my concern early in the year, and that's kind of why we're dealing with some of the issues that we've had to be dealing with uh, in this series. Um, like I think at the end of the day, it's like coming back from down three one is crazy. Coming back down from three zero has never been done. Does yep. Toronto have enough gas in the tank to be able to do that? Siakam played 43 minutes. Like, yep. like, and, and that was kind of uh, how it went all about through the regular season. Nick Nurse rides these guys into the ground. That's why Fred Van Vliet's not really being able – he hasn't been able to get healthy because, yep. you know, he had, he's had this injury and it's been lingering and lingering and lingering since the All-Star break. And we yep. talked about this before. You can't just expect him to be – hundred percent out of nowhere when you're playing him like 37 to 42 minutes a game. 
yeah. um, in the regular season, for God's sakes. It's not even just the playoffs. So, uh, I, I, and this is, we, we talked about this before, saying this come, could come back to the bite them. I, I really hope that they're, you know, they're getting their rest in and they're getting, uh, you know, everything they can because I do think that's going to be, it's not going to be the skill that really holds them back more so than I think it's going to be their bodies that could hold them back. Yeah. Uh, because, well, know, the you, Sixers, that's a lot of, that's a lot of minutes. The Sixers aren't that deep either, though. Like, I, no, I think no. a, another team would be able to take advantage of it more, but it's not like they bring that, like, they bring Niang and Milton and Reed off the bench, but like, the, those guys, if they're getting minutes, uh, that's that's the the Raptors will take that 100. Yeah, percent And yeah. uh, and there's this thing with Joel Embiid's thumb ligament, which is yeah. torn, but he's just going to play through. Like I don't know, he he his production could kind of take take a little bit of a dip through through the back end of the series, uh, you know, if it is extended. Um, and so I don't know. I think I think if you're you know the Sixers, you're you're counting on Harden and Tobias Harris having you know good games again, but you know, those are two kind of, uh, you know, James, James Harden's blown a three, one lead before. Um, yeah, and true. Th- these are, these are guys, um, or no, he was on the, no, no he sorry. Did. He blew the Rockets blew it. Did they not? I, the Rockets might've, but the, the Rockets with him were the ones that, uh, gave yeah, Doc Rivers with the Clippers, Clippers yeah. the three, one lead. So yeah. I might've, I might've messed that up, even though James Harden, uh, at the end of that game seven, wasn't even part of that. Uh, that was, uh, Josh Smith, uh, the legend, uh, you know, bringing them back in that one. But like, I don't know. I think, yeah, the, the, 100% I agree with you. The Raptors' energy level will be something that will or may ultimately kind of hold them back from completing this this improbable comeback. But I think if it'll be against any team, it'll be a team like Philly who also kind of rides their starters um, and who, you know, in, in terms of minutes for them, you know, Harden at 42, Harris mm-hmm. at 41. You, you never know. You know, Harden's looked kind of weird. It, is something going on with his hamstrings. I think you and I both think this is just who he is now. Um, and, you know, most people think that too, but you, you never know. These guys are kind of uh, a lot of times silently battling injuries that we don't know about. So we'll see. I, I just, I, I truly believe, you know, Homerism aside, I, I think this series could very, very easily be 2-2. Uh, and, you know, the fact that it's 3-1 going back to, to Philly, um, you know, it, it, it obviously changes things you know three one is massively different than two two when you're looking at the the total but i think yeah. the raptors can it's not out of the realm of possibility that they're they can go in and win game five in in philly and i just don't think they're that scared uh, of this team no, no. i i think they're they're kind of kicking themselves for how they played in the first three games and they're going to be motivated so we'll see if they can get it done hey again for raptors fans out there or just you know people who uh you know want to know a little bit more about the series pressure to chew it learns and practices those free throws uh, yep. you know, practice your free throws, kids. He practices the free throws. It's a two-two series right now. Uh, and we're, we're talking about this is a totally wide open series. So, yep. uh, one game at a time. We're gonna see, uh, you know, what uh, what our Raptors can do. Uh, uh, but again, Philly, they're they're not gonna just roll over here. It's not gonna just be a cakewalk. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, good good things have uh, have been on the horizon here for the Raptors. So uh, we'll see if they can take care of it tonight, or yep. uh, we're gonna be having a sad uh, in memoriam. Uh, we are on, uh, on Friday. Uh, to move on now to the the next game uh, from that slate, uh, it's a another another cra- crazy crazy finish uh, down the stretch. But the Utah Jazz able to tie the series up with Luca's return. Uh, definitely yeah. not what I was expecting. Um, no, when Luca returned, um, and, and not not that he played badly at all either in this one. Uh, you know, I thought he had a, a pretty fair game. Uh, you know, thirty and ten. Uh, yeah. You know, no no big deal for Luca. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, 
the Jazz, they really pushed it to the end of that game. They, they yep. made some plays. They, they were hungry. They didn't want to give it up. And, uh, you know, they, they were, they were clutched that, that, uh, go bear to Mitchell connection at the end of the day, that was what, uh, wow. kind of saved their season a little bit here. Who would have thought? Um, I, I know, uh, yeah. no, no emo, no emo-ness to be, they cut their hair. They got a job. They, uh, <laughs> they, 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 they unpainted their nails. It's, uh, things are looking good. Well, there. I think, I think Jason Kidd probably said in the huddle, guys, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Donovan never passes to Rudy Gobert. Don't even, you know, don't worry about that. So it's yeah. the perfect play call by Quinn Schneider. Nobody, no one was expecting that. Well, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the game as a whole, I mean, a lot of guys on the Jazz stepped up. I mean, it was Rudy Gobert by far his best game so far. I mean, yeah. he had 17 points. I think he probably had 17 points in the first uh, three games combined. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell still did his thing. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but again, was still able to help out the team. And Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Clarkson uh, had a great game. Yeah, he had a great game. Hassan Whiteside. Uh, I know people like to – not, not a lot of people like to give him his credit, but, you know, defensively, uh, especially around the rim, he did a lot of help yeah. there for, uh, for the Jazz in this one. So uh, it's a – the Jazz look a lot better. They look like a team that should be competing uh, in the West, not like how they, they came out. So who knows? I mean, they're going back to Dallas, but this could be kind of that shot of adrenaline that the Jazz needed. Uh, and this series kind of seems at this point like it's destined for seven. It's going to be one of those ugly series where it looks like it kind of the momentum keeps swinging back and forth. There's never really yeah. a clear, concise, uh, you know, who's going to win it. It's just going to kind of be who's hot at the right time. So, uh, you know, right now I'm, I think it's totally up in the air. Um, but uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, this is again, I, I think kind of the, the Mavericks are going back to adjusting to playing Luca ball where yeah, Luca's yeah. in control. Cause this, it is a total, like, you know, you're having one of the best players in the NBA on your team. That's awesome and all. But the reason that the Mavericks were winning was they had a crazy ball movement. They were really sharing the sugar, trusting one another. Whereas when Luca's there, you're not really getting that ball movement because when the no. ball's in his hands, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, especially at the end of the game, yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm not really, uh, you know, I'm not too too, too sure, you know, ha- uh, how long it's going to take them to really adjust uh, to you know, when they finally get back and, you know, they're, they're rolling on the next game. I'm sure they'll be ready to go. But I do think a little bit that, that Luca's return almost hurt them a little bit uh, as yeah. much as it helped them. Yeah. I mean, he had a great, great point total and great, shot making at the end he had that yeah. mid-range kind of back down on Bogdanovich so it was nothing but net right at the end of the shot clock um and then the step back three that I thought would probably end up winning it um b- b- before the uh, Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert alley-oop there at the end yeah um and so yeah it's tough I was kind of thinking the same thing like wow this is this what this is not how the Mavericks have been playing you know, the first few games of the series uh it's it's right back to you know Luca walking the ball up you know, he missed a step back three there at the end that just felt a little bit, you know, ill-advised. Um, and like it, it's, you know, on one hand, are you thinking, you know, it would be better if they were, you know, just kind of free flowing like they were before, you know, it was spreading it around, getting open shots. But then it's like, well, it's still Luca. He's still making these shots, uh, these yeah, big yeah. shots at the end of this game. So, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, there, there's pros and cons to both. But like even someone like Dinwiddie, like Luca comes back, Dinwiddie just finishes with five points, uh, shoots, you know, one for five from three, two for nine overall, just kind of way, way diminished uh, in terms of what he brings to the table. And I think that's, that's gotta be, if you're Jason Kidd, um, you've you've got to balance that a little bit better where you can still, you know, get Dinwiddie a little bit more involved um, and, you know, get his scoring back up to where it was earlier in the series, because, 
you know, they, they can still use it. Like it would still yep. be great yep. if, if, if Luca can have his 30 um, and Dinwiddie can chip in like 15 or something. Like, I think that'd be, that'd be great, but yeah, it's, it's true. Like the, you, you're literally changing your entire game plan, um, you know, on a dime here, bringing mm-hmm. Luca back. Um, and yeah, I, I think this, this one is tough for Dallas. It would have been really, really convenient if they had closed this one out and could go back you know, with Luca, with another little bit of rest, um, and, and them having a game to adjust to him back. And then I think that, you know, they, they win and close the series out, but, but now, you know, having to either way, come back to Utah, uh, you know, that place gets rocking. I think Utah kind of still as much as they're, uh, you know, like we've said many times, not, not the most together team out there. I still yeah. think they've, they've got guys. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to fight to the end. I think Rudy Gobert wants to win. Um, and, you know, if you, you're going to get production like Clarkson, uh, you know, g- gave you in last game off the bench, they're, they're, they're going to have an okay shot. Um, but I, I, I do think though the Mavericks have been like, and were so good at the end of the season, you know, with Luca there, I think this game, even though they lost, it was an adjustment game to, okay, Luca's back now. Everybody's going to, you know, settle down back into the roles that they were in. And I think, you know, if, if Luca can go off, they can keep that good, solid Dallas defense that they had through the back half of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can get these, these guys hitting shots off of, you know, Luca kind of double teams and then movements out of it. I think, I think there's a, 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 a world where Dallas wins game five pretty handily and maybe goes and, and closes it out in six. Um, but I just think, you know, it's going to be tough going back to Utah, um, and, you know, and closing them out. Cause I think they'll, they'll be pretty motivated to get it done. I still pick Dallas either way. Cause I, you know, uh, they're, they're, uh, I, I don't see Utah going into Dallas in any of these, uh, you know, game five or possibly game seven and, and winning, yeah. but, uh, I can easily see it going game seven though. Yeah. I, and again, I would like to remind everybody, you know, I was talking about Precious Achua, uh, practice your free throws, kids, practice them again. Dwight Powell missed those two. Yeah. Uh, that, yep. you know, could have put them up three. And, you know, who, who knows what would have happened here? I mean, uh, three point shooting, not exactly the Mavs, uh, or the Mavs, pardon me, the, the Jazz bread and butter anymore. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, it, as we kind of have said a couple of times now on this, uh, this, this review, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of, you know, wherever the momentum can swing. Um, yeah, I think, it's been a uh, weird series that way, yeah. Yeah, I, I think from here on out, the home court uh, is probably going to be, you know, the, the biggest advantage at the end of the day. I think if either team can steal one on the road here, uh, that's going to yeah. kind of end it. I would be shocked if both teams could get uh, a road victory. I think if one yeah. does, then that's that's it. Uh, whoever's yeah. taking it back home is going to be the one to win it. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll take it out. We'll, uh, we'll see how this one ends up, uh, you know, how it transpires. Uh, it's going to be a... Uh, uh, it's going to go right down to the finish razor thin. Um, yep. and, uh, you know, we, we couldn't ask for more in the first round, uh, you know, a great matchup here. A lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, lots to talk about here with, uh, with that series. Um, yep. the, the next game, uh, and Holy fuck, uh, not going at all what people plan, uh, or people expect, but Kevin Durkant, uh, <laughs> is back and, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving, uh, what, what a, a most, half man of a season. Most toxic team uh, of the uh, of the seat of the year? Question mark. I uh, guess so. Yeah. The way that this well. all unfolded, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons pretty much not even at the practice. Uh, the next day, they're talking about how uh, Kyrie Irving was talking about how oh, I don't get how we aren't uh, like usually by this point guys have like meshed well together and they're you know they've grown accustomed to each other, but we don't have that. And it's like 
Motherfucker, you maybe it's because fucking... you missed all year. Oh my god! Like he's the and Stephen A. Smith actually was the one uh, that yep. was talking. He went on a big uh, tangent on it, you know, the way that Stephen A. does, and he was actually right for once, hundred percent right. Uh, like Kyrie Irving again. This guy loves to fucking point blame at anybody. This is how he's always been. Even when he was on yep. Cleveland, he was always like, oh, yeah. before LeBron was there, he was crying about how he had no help. LeBron yep. comes, Kevin Love comes. He's crying about not getting enough 10 minutes, not enough touches. He's crying about not having a number one option. He goes to the Celtics. He's the number one option. He's crying. He doesn't have enough help. Then he yep. gets fucking Kevin Durant. He finally says, oh, I've got a guy who's just as good as me. He could take that shot. And now look, neither <laughs> of you can make any shot um, yeah. against the team that you left them to go play for. So I'm, I think it's pretty insane that, you know, how this has all transpired. Um, right now, this whole super team in Brooklyn has, this has been literally the worst possible scenario that they ever could it's have crazy. asked. If it, it's three years and you've gotten two playoff appearances and yeah. uh, one playoff series win with Durant yeah. Irving uh, and technically Harden. Um, it's obviously, you know, last year, some injuries and whatnot, but this nobody – expected this team to really you know do anything uh with this bench and when kevin durant's not playing well it's it's over it's done Kyrie Irving can't carry a team we've seen it a million times he can't do it he's not that player he's not that good um it's 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 insane to me how bad this has gone and then if tough like to to put the cherry on top of this shit sunday um (laughs) ben simmons who is we we were questioning like why the fuck oh, game four God. why game four why wouldn't he come back game three is one one game earlier what's the big difference wakes up with back soreness when I saw that on Twitter I actually thought that it was a fucking I thought it was a fake report I yeah, thought it was yeah. someone trolling because <laughs> the way it was reported he woke up this morning and said his back hurt and now he can't play that is the biggest load of shit there is no way that's true not a chance not a speck of any uh, part of me believes that that's true. Ben Simmons is an absolute uh, coward. I think he's a disgrace to the basketball <laughs> world. I think he's the most gutless, selfish, and cowardice uh, fucking yeah. player that I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anybody go. do this in my like. But, but when have you ever seen a guy do this? They sit up for a this whole is going year on like, TikTok. No, they complain all fucking year uh, about you know Ben Simmons not playing. He says, "Oh, I need the time for my mental health." You're the most mentally weak fucking guy on the planet, and I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a supporter of you know anything. You know, people have mental health shit. That's not mental health. That's called being a fucking pussy. I don't know yeah. what the hell Ben Simmons is doing with his career. I don't know what the hell he thinks that he's done to deserve to be able to act like this. I, I can sat out the whole year, the whole year he's out that, yeah. that officially now it's, it's been called the, he sat out an entire year and oh my God. All because like, he passed up a dunk. He has to take a year off. I just don't understand why you don't, to me, I'm like, just play in game four, just so that this doesn't happen. Just so that we don't have all these, like, just so that we don't have this, this, uh, all this material to mm-hmm. look back on this ridiculous season that, yeah, you sat out the entire thing, forced your way out. We're being a, had your phone in your pocket in practice back in Philly. You didn't yeah. give a shit. Um, all this stuff, you know, taking a, you know, Philly to arbitration or court or whatever it is to get your money when you didn't even show up to work. Um, and like, just play, even if it's 15 minutes, so we can be like, okay, at least, you know, he, he tried and he went out there and played. Yeah. No one was expecting you to be the hero, Ben Simmons. This is your first game <laughs> after a year. But now that you don't do this, like, this is just, like, the worst thing you could ever do. Are you yeah. really that, like, scared that, like, I don't know. I think oh, I think it's, like, I think his brain's, like, again, not to make light of any sort of mental health uh, stuff, but I think it's, like, something's 
in his psyche is kind of like broken. Like, I think he's got to go to, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't think he gives a fuck. He wants to go be a professional streamer. Just go play call of duty, man. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like some, something's gotta like change because like, what do you mean back soreness? Like you've had the entire year. Like what the hell were you doing all those yeah. months? Were you literally, when we say sitting out where you just sit, you weren't playing basketball. You weren't like preparing for any, because if there was an issue, this could have been dealt with so, so long ago. All I knew, uh, like, or from what I understood, these injury concerns about his back happened after he was traded. Like they yeah. were for, sort of figured yeah. out. And I'm like, you weren't going to be like in game shape, ready to go when you got traded. Like what this, this has been the most ridiculous season uh, like uh, that I can remember, like an individual player, yeah. player having, like we, yeah. we haven't had this. I know there was guys in the past. I don't know if it was like in the early two thousands or the nineties or something like that. there was, there's been other guys who have sat out seasons and I'm forgetting the name, but like not, not in our like modern kind of like basically since I've been following basketball closely, well, I haven't really. And usually that's like before. a it's like a contract dispute. It's not because they're so, yeah, they, exactly. they're they, they've claimed that you know they're they're mentally weakened by a whole franchise just to be traded to now say your body's too weak. Yeah, you don't even just play for these guys. Like fucking hell. Like well, and I had said before that the that when they said you know Ben Simmons was going to play game four, I said, what the fuck's the point? Is he really yeah. even going to end up playing if they lose? And then of course they lose, and he's like, oh, my back stiff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 ridiculous. Like it's it's this is like the epitome of like the modern like NBA like fucking baby. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, like th- th- this is unbelievable. And like. Matt, imagine if you were an NBA player and you had to be on the same team as Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. I w- I'd be like, no, thank you. Please, please trade me to any other any other team. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with these two fucking uh, guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I-, I don't know what to say. Like, I- is he going to come back, like, ready for training camp and just play a full season next year? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, he is – if he's scared – now, like, I, the thing that he doesn't understand, like, like – like anyone who's mature would understand is the more that you sit out and like avoid something due to like fear or the reaction you're going to get the worse it's going to get. So it's going to get harder to then like come back the next time. Like exactly. Yeah. Even if he plays a full season next year, I think he's going to get fucking ridiculed in every arena he goes to. He's, it's going to be a nightmare for him. Um, And I think that that wouldn't have happened really nearly as badly if he just came back and literally played 15 minutes in one of these last two yep. games and yeah. just like grabbed a rebound, played a little bit of defense. Say show he that, tried. Yeah. Show that you're willing to, to come back and contribute something, but now you've just sat out, you've wasted an entire year. Uh, and I don't think anyone wants to touch him. Like I, I no. even, you know, if, if this goes badly in Brooklyn, I, I don't think, uh, you know, it'll be like a, a Russell Westbrook situation. Like he'll, he'll be, uh, you know, traded and then like bought out, uh, you know, at, at this point, like, man, I've, we haven't even talked about the game, but you know, that, that's how much, uh, you know, uh, warranted sort of Ben Simmons talk needed to be, but I think that this is it. We're, we're, we're putting the nail in the coffin for this, for this year. You know, he's, he's not going to yeah. play, um, he, you know, he, he's not going to switch teams at least I don't think over the off season. So we're, we're putting Ben Simmons to bed. We, you know, we'll, we'll deal with him, uh, you know, next year. Cause yeah, what, yeah. A, what a, what an insane fucking turn of events. Yeah. Well, year. I don't even really know what to even say about the game. It was pretty much the exact same. Like you could have watched game one and then just told someone you can watch this two more times and yeah. like two and three it was the exact same fucking game. It yeah. was the, the Celtics competing, the nets kind of would get back into it. They uh, by the skin of their teeth. And then yeah. in the clutch time, when it really matters, the Celtics step it up and the Nets just can't answer uh, 
And that's it. Jason Tatum yep. might be a top five player in the NBA right now. He had the um, quietest 39 points I'd ever seen. Insane, like, I was like, yeah. oh my God, he had 30 fucking nine. Like my God. And Clamp Durant again. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all on this, the Celtics bandwagon right now. I think that they're going to be, they're uh, good. You know, I, I, they're... I knew, I, I thought this series was going to be close. I did think the Nets were going to take it, but, uh, Hey, it's a changing of the guard. It's a new, new generation, man. Out with the old in with the new. I think that this is, uh, this is the Celtics, you know, they're, they're going to feel pretty fucking good if they have a sweeping Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving here. Well, yeah. And to, to me, like I didn't see it in the moment, but if it, if this does end in a sweep, it, it's reminiscent of the uh, whatever year that was in the finals when J, the J.R. Smith blunder finals game when oh, yeah, yeah, uh, LeBron yeah. and the Cavs probably you know could have slash should have won that first game, but after you lose such a close game like that and you know the other teams you know yeah. you're, you're outmatched firepower wise, it's just you're you're kind of fucked and then you get swept and I think that's yeah. what's what's going to happen here. Like I, the Celtics, I mean, they're. The way that they step their game up defensively uh, in like late late in these games is has been more impressive than anything Kyrie and and KD can do like stepping up their games offensively, which yeah. which is saying a lot. Like like the, these again, we've we've talked about it many times. Two of the best offensive players, especially uh, clutch shot makers that we've ever seen. Um, but the South is just have every single answer, and like in a game like this. They didn't even get to any sort of uh, they, they didn't even get to any rhythm, like 16 points each like that. Yeah. That's how you're going to go out uh, to go down. Oh, yeah. three. Um, and, you know, Bruce Brown be, be the guy who's uh, scores 26 and takes the most shots out of you know anyone on the team. Like it's Steve Nash. I don't know. I, there's a lot of different things I, I think he could have done. I don't think. I don't think this is a big ringing endorsement for Steve Nash no, as like a good NBA no. head coach. I don't think it's much of this is his fault. He's dealing with what he's dealing with, but like to, to just the simple fact that, you know, Bruce Brown's the guy taking 19 shots, uh, yeah. the most shots of anyone on your team. Like there's gotta be other, other ways that you can get your superstars, uh, you know, better, cleaner looks. Um, and it, it's just, that, that's the difference too, between someone like Kevin Durant and someone like uh, LeBron. When LeBron gets double teamed, it's not like he just, oh, the double team's coming. I'm just going to dump this ball off and whatever happens, happens. Like that, that's what happens with Kevin Durant. He, he sees a double coming to him. He just dumps it off to the open guy, which, you know, credit to him. He's an okay passer. He knows who to pass to when they're open. But then that's it. He just like lays back and, yeah. and whatever happened, it, it, this whole game, it, it ended in a Bruce Brown shot. Um, but like someone like LeBron, like smarter players who know how to deal with, uh, the double team and, you know, still are able to get their own shots and their own points. Like you attack the double team a little bit, you know, give it up and then curl around and get the ball right back. You like make a cut, you, you know, uh, beat the double team as it's coming, like dribble around it or, you know, split it. Like there's, there's a lot of different things. I know it's a tough task against this Boston defense, but I just thought Kevin Durant was too passive. Um, and, you know, they, they go down in this hole. And like you said, Kyrie can't be the one to, play one-on-one against Marcus Smart all night and, and, you know, go and win you, win you the game. So I, I just think, uh, you know, as, as amazing as KD is, it just showed in this game, you know, especially all the people saying he's the best player in the world. Um, I, I think he's still up there. I think he's one of the best, you know, shot makers ever, but there's still some parts to his game uh, that aren't fully developed in the way that, you know, someone like LeBron, I know that's, you know, comparing him to probably the second greatest player in my eyes ever, but still there's, there's another level of superstar that sure. uh, Kevin Durant hasn't quite reached yet. And, you know, it, it showed that in this series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we'll, uh, 
We'll be uh, we'll be talking about this series again uh, on Friday's podcast. I think it's a sweep, though. I think God it's done. damn it, yeah. I hope it's over. I'm, I'm done talking about the Nets. I, mm-hmm. I I've exasperated myself on it. Uh, I'm sure you feel the same. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn. It was uh, it was nice knowing you. We'll see what the hell you look like next year. Uh, <laughs> I have no clue what that that could possibly be. Um, uh, but it'll it'll be interesting. I'm sure. Um, and the last one, you know, was kind of technically the pod, we're kind of gone full circle here in the uh, the podcast, uh, talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the uh, we have here. Um, I don't think either team is really growing or getting anything out of the series. I think they're both <laughs> pretty much playing the playoffs like a regular season. Both teams yeah. have tried to like lose this, like I think almost against any other team in the, like the playoff bracket, either of these teams could have lost to. I yeah. think Memphis is for a two seed has played horrible. Yeah, um, no, they haven't like, been great. Like, if I'm going to give Jaw like a, a a scale of one to ten rating on his playoff performance so far, I'd probably give him like a six and a half. Yeah, yeah. Like he hasn't yeah. really taken over, and it's not like the the Timberwolves are a defensive group or have these like perimeter stoppers. Like, I'm not really yeah. sure what the hell's going on here. And in my my mind, like when I'm looking at this, it's like, and the winner of this has to go play the Warriors, probably. <laughs> no, like, yeah, they're going to yeah. get killed. It's not even like I'm looking at this one, and I'm just like. The Minnesota wanted to sell that game again. They yeah. won. They were trying so hard yeah. to blow that lead. They really wanted to lose. Um, yeah. So I'm just kind of like, what is going on with the series? Like, it's still entertaining. You know, it's buckets here and there. And, you know, it's yeah. still, it does mean something. It's playoffs. I mean, it, and again, it's 2-2 now. This is a best of three now. Where we're, This yeah. is crazy that the Timberwolves, again, have kind of fought their way back into this. But um, I'm, I'm not – like, there's no – it's, 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 there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, animosity and anticipation built up for me because it's the playoffs, but yeah. between the two teams, I'm like, this is just kind of, a, you know, whatever. It's just kind of a formality before the Warriors like smack these guys around because yeah. I, I haven't seen anything from either of these teams that make me think that they are, you know, going to be a productive playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's tough. I mean, even just looking at like the, the recap right now, it, it feels like, it feels like I'm watching the same team kind of play against each other. You know, yeah. the, the color schemes of their logos yeah. are the same. The Grizzlies, Timberwolves, I feel like I'm just in a forest and they, these, these fucking, all these random ass NBA players are just, you know, fighting, clawing against each other. Like it's, it's been a very weird series, like with like kind of weird guys contributing, like freaking McLaughlin comes off the bench for the yeah. Wolves. It's a big um, shot. And has, has a really good game. And yeah, like uh, in this one, yeah, like, I don't know what to say about Jaw because on one hand, he had 11 points, but he was a really, really good facilitator for them, 15 assists. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the end of the game, hit hit that kind of timely sweeping layup there at the end. Like, he'll still make a few of those plays where you're like, wow, like, uh, he, he can jump out of the gym. But, like, for a guy who I put second-team All-NBA, considering first-team All-NBA, you can't have 11 points in a pivotal uh, playoff game. You, you got like, to be the bus driver, man. That's like, I, yeah. I and I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't care ultimately that you still had a good game facilitating. Like at the end of the day is, you know, I, I still give him credit for doing other things, had eight rebounds as well, but like, just, just plain and simple, you, you got to score the ball better. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, if you do, I think this, this series is, is, you know, pretty easily three, one and, you know, Memphis, I think Memphis has all this sort of auxiliary parts to, to have already wrapped this series up, but um, between John Morant's uh, struggles and freaking Jaron Jackson, who can't stay on the floor, he fouls yeah. constantly, doesn't yeah. play for, you know, huge stretches. And then it's basically a zero for you offensively. Like the, these are supposed to be like your, 
your two sort of main guys, your quote unquote cornerstones, 11 and seven points respectively. Like you're yeah. lucky that you have Desmond Bain and, you know, hit on him, um, you know, in the draft and that you've got Dylan Brooks, who's an absolute killer and Brandon Clark, like you're literally relying on that depth that gave you the two seed, but that just shows that like, um, you know, they, they need that. Your, your, your star players aren't like playoff level ready star players yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's going to come that, you know, I, I, I think Memphis probably will get through um, and, but that's going to come back to bite them against a team like the Warriors. Absolutely. Like they're, uh, it's already right away in the playoffs. Depth doesn't matter as much, but as you move on in the rounds, it matters less and less and less. And it's about your top performance. Like we see that every year. Um, but, you know, Minnesota, obviously cat had a huge bounce back game. They were, they were getting him more in kind of the high to mid post and letting him, uses like speed to dribble around guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's close enough to the three that you saw, like he just literally caught the ball late in this game, did like a sweep through and and hit a three, which is, you know, one of the only, he's probably the only big man in the league who can do that. Or one of the only. Um, So, you know, I I think they put him in better positions to be successful, obviously took many more than four shots uh, in this one. Um, And, and Edwards hit timely threes as well. He played really well. So you know, th- this has been an exciting series. Like, I, I think there's lots of uh, young, exciting talent, but it's just felt kind of weird. Like, it hasn't felt like your average sort of playoff series, sort of trading blow for blow, going back and forth. Um, just, and I think mainly that's just because Jaw has struggled so much. Um, and then, you know, Cat struggles the odd game. And it's these weird guys stepping up, yeah. um, you know, that have made it feel kind of weird to me. But, um, you know, ho- hopefully it goes seven. I, I think. Going back to Memphis, uh, you know, I, I think John Morant probably I'm, I'm calling that he's going to have a, a pretty monster game because I, I don't think Minnesota, um, you know, really has the personnel to consistently keep him from being that 25 to 30 point guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, but but we'll see. I, definitely encouraging signs, though, for Minnesota, even though you're right, they, they wanted to give this game away. It, yeah. They were they were floundering there at the end. Well, yeah, and I think, yeah, you said it pretty well there. I mean, uh, the, at the end of the day, yeah, it's going to be about the stars. Uh, in, in, yeah. Yeah, in Memphis, you need John Jaron to, to really step up if you want to if you want to get anywhere in the, yeah. the playoffs, let alone if you want to get out of the first round, that, that's going to be the that's going to be what has to be done. Obviously, yeah. you know, Steven Adams kind of, uh, you know, battling some stuff right now uh, so that the you know, cat really had to be good that game and he took advantage of it, which is exactly yeah. what you need. Uh, he hasn't exactly done that every single game. Nope. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of, uh, you know, Memphis team we'll see going forward. Um, uh, and same with Minnesota. Cause again, we don't really know what we're going to get. It's kind of like a box of chocolates, right? You know, you yeah. never know. Uh, that's, that's what these guys keep doing our game in game out. Like, it seems like one game, we kind of have the series figured out. It's a done deal. And then the next game, they, they both fuck up in a different way or, you know, things yeah. Someone's hot. Um, so I, I, I get as much as I still am invested in the series because, uh, you know, what else do I have to be invested to, into in my <laughs> life? Um, I, I don't think this series really even matters. I, I think they're too young. And I think that them matching up against each other, as entertaining as it's been to watch, has, is going to hurt them more so because yeah. this isn't really playoff experience i think that when you're a young team the real the playoff experience that they everyone always talks about that you gain is when you play a veteran team yeah um, watching teams where, know how to do it yeah. where if you're learning against each other you're not really learning you're playing what you guys interpret as playoff yeah. intensity so <laughs> I it's know. like when you play a fucking team again probably the warriors who have been to the finals they won multiple championships when you match up with them 
then yeah. you're going to see what playoff basketball feels like. And that's going to be tough being in the second round. You've already played a, a hard, close first round and you think you kind of feel comfortable and yeah. now you got to restart and you're feeling uncomfortable. I, I think this could be a recipe for disaster for those guys. So yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how uh, the, the, the Timberwolves and the, the, uh, the Grizzlies, you know, they decided to wrap this one up, uh, but we're going to wrap up the podcast today uh right there and then uh follow us at big dog ball talk twitter instagram tiktok whatever the fuck you want man just yep. do it at big dog ball talk give us a follow uh you know jordan's always uh, getting the heat out there uh especially on tiktok i'm trying to do what we can on twitter as well as jordan uh that's so right and this going on youtube matt of course yeah well, youtube what's up man hey say salute give you the double arm salute um yeah i hope everybody uh you know has been checking that out checking our ugly mugs out on youtube uh those have been getting uploaded and again uh your support is what gets us going here gets us uh you know more of these uh these these social media outlets will be able to you know give you guys the content that you need if you want to see actual edited graphics and stuff whoa that would be something uh you know show us that support man give us those follows yeah that would be nice uh you know get us that photoshop subscription we need it (laughs) Uh, you know we can only get there with your guys support which again this month has been uh insane uh through the roof uh can't thank you guys enough for all that so uh you know keep in download recommending us to friends family share us on social media uh and of course rate us five stars i mean uh or or less but again you gotta fucking you're gonna have to come on the pod and debate man yeah you gotta you gotta let me know why uh, or at least uh, face us in hand-to-hand combat. You probably, you probably win, but we'll, we'll put up a fight. Uh, but regardless, uh, we will be back on Friday for another special uh, episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Matt, you got five million chickens. How many are we eating? How many are we eating, me and you? Five million. Uh, I personally, if they had the flu, I'm probably gonna stick away. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have Come some. Come on, have two. But if if they're if they're clean, five million chickens, man, we could go crazy. We could go buck wild, man. We could fry them. We could so we, we could do all kinds of crazy meals. We could, I would I would be loving it, man. We could uh, we could have a billion different kinds of, uh, of different things. Like I, I would feel blessed at five million chickens. Well, it'd be it would like smell like actually. shit. Fuck that. That would be horrible. Like I. I I've spent my time around some chickens. Me and chickens have beef historically. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Wow. Uh, well, we'll have to get something set up. Uh, yeah. You versus I'll, the chicken, like cockfighting. Cockfighting. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'll tie <laughs> my hands behind my back, and we can uh, we'll go to town. Me and the chicken. That'll be the next Wednesday special app. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it going. We got YouTube now. We might as well get the visuals here. I'll I'll get to the top rope, Ray Mysterio style. I'm putting everything on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs>